doubt we got knocked to the mat, but we have to get back up for Madison. We're just lacing up for the fight. Thanks for tuning back in. I'm Paul Showens and this is round six of the fight. First, I'd like to address something and I'm going to be honest with you. After recording episode five, where I revealed the diagnosis, I had a hard time. I fell down hard and struggled to get back up. It was much harder to relive that day than I expected and it took me some time to get back in front of the microphone. Now, back to the topic at hand. We ended last episode broken by the diagnosis we received. Medicine has Alexander's disease, but what does that mean? I'm going to do my best to explain it to you. According to Wikipedia and the United Leukodystrophy Foundation, Alexander's disease is a rare disorder of the nervous system. There have only been around 500 cases ever. It's one of a group of disorders called leukodystrophies that involve the destruction of myelin. Myelin is the fatty covering that insulates nerve fibers and promotes the rapid transmission of nerve impulses, much like multiple sclerosis. Alexander disease has been divided into three forms based on age of onset and type of symptoms, infantile, juvenile, and adult forms. All the forms are rare, although adult onset Alexander disease is the most rare of the group. Most cases of Alexander disease are caused by a defect in a specific gene called GFAP, which stands for, and I hope I don't murder the pronunciation here, glial fibrillary acidic protein. GFAP is involved in the structural development of the cells. Studies of the role of this protein in both health and disease are ongoing. Medicine has been diagnosed with the juvenile form, so we'll be focusing on that, but Check out our website for links to a lot of great information and resources about this terrible disease. So what does this do to Madison? Right now, nothing's changed. She's a happy and relatively healthy little girl, but the future? That's dark. Dark and scary. Juvenile Alexander disease is characterized by difficulty with talking and swallowing and the inability to cough. There can also be weakness in spasticity of the extremities, particularly the legs. Unlike in the infantile form of the disease, mental ability and head size may be normal. Age of onset is usually between the ages of 4 and 10. Survival can extend several years following onset of symptoms, occasionally surviving into middle age. The course of the disease may involve signs of swallowing or speech difficulty, vomiting, ataxia, which is the loss of full body control and or spasticity. Mental function often slowly declines, although in some cases the intellectual skills remain intact. Yeah, this is what we're looking at. Some of it sounds familiar already, doesn't it? So where do we go from here? The kids? They don't know a thing. Life goes on for them. We don't discuss any of it in front of them. They don't need to know the grim reality until it's absolutely necessary to face it. While Madison is still able, I want her to enjoy her childhood. But us? The adults? I don't like to admit this, but... I broke. I've become unstable. My behavior and moods have gotten very erratic. Some days I totally withdraw. I go to some dark places. I'll go most of the day without uttering a word, living inside my own head, completely stone-faced. Other times, I turn into a monster. I get aggressive. Mean. I look for something or someone to lash out at. And then there are my good days. I'm obnoxiously upbeat and cheerful. 
It's like none of this happened to me. I crack jokes and grin and appear to love life again. No one knows what they're getting from me on a daily basis. My coworkers, bless them, <laughs> have been immensely understanding and give me a wide berth. They even turn a blind eye to an outburst that should have gotten me fired. Kristen, on the other hand, she's a superhero. She went into full-on research mode. She leaves no stone unturned. Follows even the slimmest of leads. This woman has become a detective. Hell hath no fury like a mama bear trying to save her child. Her words, not mine. She even reached out to Dr. Gerald Raymond. That's the doctor who oversees the Lorenzo's Oil. If you remember back in 1992, there was a film called Lorenzo's Oil about the Odone family, whose five-year-old son is diagnosed with a rare and incurable disease, and a special oil is discovered that helps him. The oil is designed to normalize the accumulation of the very long chain fatty acids in the brain, thereby slowing the progression of adrenoleukodystrophy, or ALD. He emailed her back to let us know that, unfortunately, the oil would not help Madison's Alexander disease. It's specific to ALD and is not designed to be used to treat other leukodystrophies, nor multiple sclerosis and will not repair myelin. He did, though, provide us with a very good lead. He gave us the name of, in his opinion, the foremost investigator of Alexander disease, Dr. Albie Messing, the director of the Wiseman Center in Madison, Wisconsin. Now we're talking. This is the guy. He's the shining hope for all of us fighting this fight against Alexander disease. Forgive me if there's a bit of hero worship happening here. This is the man that could one day save my daughter's life. He's truly my real-life Superman. Kristen called him in Wisconsin and got his voicemail. It was his personal voicemail. Two hours later, he called her back. It was a good call. <laughs> really good. He provided a lot of good information and a glimmer of hope. Something that you don't see a lot these days. Since then, he emailed her a link to a Facebook page where all of his research is posted. He also forwarded her the paper he has published and provided the name of a clinical trial specialist at CHOP, and he strongly recommended we go there. We may get in sooner if we participate in a study. He also said if we have any trouble getting into CHOP, to call him. Now I know. Wait, back up. What's CHOP? The Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and we'll talk about that next time. Join me back here in a month for Episode 7, Rising to the Bell. Until then, I'm Paul Schoenzen. We're just lacing up for the fight. The Fight is a GeekPod Network production. This episode was written, produced, hosted, and mixed by Paul Showens. That's me. Script editing, courtesy of Tim Connors and Kaylee Galliano. Theme music is Come Flight by Fleslet, courtesy of the Creative Commons license. If you like what we're doing here, leave us a review on iTunes or visit our website, www.thefight.geekpod.com, where you can reach out to us and find out much more about this awful, terrible disease. Thank you.